Hi, and welcome to Pastor's Ponderings. I'm Pastor Kevin. And I'm Pastor Ryan. And we're glad you're able to join us. We look forward to diving into this past Sunday's sermon and other things that are going around in our world. We hope that you enjoy your time with us this week. Happy Wednesday, Pastor Kevin. Yeah, we normally say Happy Tuesday. I know, so, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> a day later. Yeah, Yesterday was my daughter's birthday, so oh, I snuck yeah. out at lunchtime to yes. be with her. Yes. Time yesterday. Happy but, birthday to your little girl. Yes, five years old, my middle daughter. It's hard Whew. to believe that she's already five. Yeah. Hmm. Years go by quick. Yeah, it does. Yeah. My kids were five. These seems like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> now they're, now they're 30. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it doesn't seem to change. It just seems oh. like time just flies. I know. Anyway. Here we are. Another week. Yeah. Another week. Another commandment. By. Yes. We're another commandment. Week number two. Yeah. Yeah. Of our def- series. Yeah. And of course, commandment number two goes with week number two. Yeah. And uh, just to familiarize ourselves with it, just to make sure we're uh, on the same page, mm-hmm. um, I would like to read it. Yes. Because um, I don't think it gets read enough. You know, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, I was hoping that we could recite the Ten Commandments again, mm-hmm. but I had forgotten to make sure that the people who run the panel oh, know, had it up. To ha- if they right. had it. I didn't know if they had oh, it. Okay. Yeah. So then I thought, well, it's too late now. So. Yeah. You know, we'll do it next week. So maybe this week you can lead yeah. us through that if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. We'll just make sure that that the slides are there so people can mm-hmm. walk through. Uh, so commandment number two says, <clears throat> you shall not have other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an idol, nor any image of anything that is in the heavens above or the earth beneath or that is in the waters under the earth. You shall not bow down yourself to them, nor serve them, for I, Yahweh, are your God. I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth uh, generation of those who hate me, and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commands. So that is the topic that we were looking at on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it flows beautifully, you know, only God can right. be so wonderfully creative. Right. Uh, to say, first of all, if you want to live in reality, you got to believe that I'm the only God. Right. Right. Yeah. That's reality. Reality. Yeah. Every other God is a false God. It's mm-hmm. fake. It's not right. real. You're not living in reality. And I think God wants us to live in reality because that's mm-hmm. where life is. That's right. Uh, false life is in false reality, but it's damaging and it mm-hmm. quickly leads us into all kinds of bondage. Right. And even this thing was introduced by God saying, I am the Lord who brought you out of bondage. Right. And then these are the commands now that you have to mm-hmm. live by to stay free. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's about yeah. freedom and life and liberty. Right. Exactly. And, you know, obviously he was talking specifically about, you know, freedom from Egypt. Yeah. But we know as we look at scripture, freedom from sin. Yeah. And that reality that, you know, the gospel is being shown here, freeing us from sin. Yeah. So to live in that freedom, experience that freedom, right? let's make sure we're living in reality. Live in reality. Mm-hmm. I'm the only God. Yeah. I know there's a lot of other gods screaming at us, you right. know, like lots of other gods yeah. and lots of other religions mm-hmm. and lots of good teachings, right. sort of. Kind of uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so even, you know, they all yeah. have some good teaching. Right. Uh, but the fact of the matter is God is clear. I'm it. Mm-hmm. If you go anywhere else. You're now in sinking sand. And that's where we started. Yeah. You start from the rock. 
That's right. And if you try to get off of that rock, you end up in ground that will swallow you whole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a very quick way. And right. the more you squirm, the deeper you deeper go. You go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so this is where he now spins off of that and he says something to us. Mm-hmm. And I think we started out by saying that this is a this is a description. God is helping us understanding understand who we are. Mm-hmm. And he, he very clearly says, don't make for yourself. Mm-hmm. So this is now a commandment to say, okay, here's what you need to know about yourself. Mm-hmm. We are all seekers. Absolutely, yeah. We all need advice. Mm-hmm. We all need counsel. We all need help. We all mm-hmm. need direction. Mm-hmm. That's what parenting is. Like we went down that road. Right. <laughs> That's what it's for, is to help us get on with life. Yeah. Um, and, and so you want to teach your kids what's good, what's bad. Even if you don't believe in God, you still will do that mm-hmm. because that's part of our image bearing of God. He's a, like a, he's a heavenly parent. That's right. And he calls himself that he calls yeah. himself the father, <laughs> yeah. which is a parent. So, you know, when you're looking at how that is to work out, how it's to play out, mm-hmm. the obvious thing for us is that if we make this about ourselves, we're already going down the wrong pathway mm-hmm. because now I have made myself the image bearer. Right. And I've turned what God has created as a good thing. We were talking about this earlier. Right. He's created us as his image bearers. Mm-hmm. So don't make any other images. Right. If you make other images out of yourself, now suddenly you've definitely taken a huge step down from right. reality. <laughs> and the, you know, the, the story of, Moses going up the mountain and Aaron creating the golden calf right. all happened right on the heels. Like the pages have hardly turned right. and suddenly they're already making for themselves an mm-hmm. image. Yeah. And, and it's really an, an ode to me. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And he even yeah. says, go get your earrings from your kids, your wives, your, right. you know, go get the earrings, get your stuff, right. And yeah. put it in here and we'll make mm-hmm. this calf. Well, where does it come from? It comes from comes them, from it comes from themselves. Yeah. And so really what happens is, is that when you do that, you make yourself the creator. Mm-hmm. You make your, you put yourself in the place of right. the creator. Your God becomes the image bearer of you yeah. as opposed to you be, being the image bearer of God. As right. Created you to flip be. it upside down. Yeah. And I think what happens is like, I, there's this little story I told on Sunday about this girl who said, I, you know, I believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all fine and good. And I think I kind of know what she means, but I'm still a little sketchy yeah. <laughs> on what exactly does that what mean? Exactly. Because if I believe in myself, aren't I kind of doomed? Definitely. Because I, myself lets me down so much. So many times. Yeah. How discouraging it is to say, I believe in myself. Oh, I know. Like I can't count the number of times that I've been in situations where I'm like, I don't have what it takes to deal with this. Right. I need Help. Whether it's I don't have mm. the strength, mm. I don't have the comprehension, I don't have the wisdom, yep. I need help. You bet. I need something outside right? myself. And if God <laughs> is dependent on me, oh that's a pretty low, <laughs> yeah. powerless God. Uh, so true. So true. So really, it's like it's like God throwing a flashlight, like a, a billion candle right. flashlight on the fact if you don't think I'm the only God and you try to set something up, it's just going to be a, magnifi- a magnification of yourself. Mm-hmm. And look out. Right. Trouble is on its heels. Yes. Right? So that's, that's, kind, of the mo- that's kind of the moral theological background into why we're not supposed to create an image. Right. So as you unpackage this now, did you want to say something else to that? 
Oh, I was just yeah. going to say like, you know, when, if we're all honest with ourselves, yeah, we can put on a really good face uh-huh. in front of people yep. and we can really look like we have it all together. And there are those social media influencers right. that are out there on Instagram oh, yeah. and TikTok <laughs> so and all true. the other so true. that <laughs> put on this image of having life all together. Yeah. But when we're honest with ourselves and really think about it, yeah. if God looks like me, I'm in a world of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if my ability, if my strengths, if my knowledge dictates who God is, yeah. we're in a world of trouble. Yeah. So true. We are so limited. Mm-hmm. And it's almost a, a little bit like if you just think rationally about it, why would you do that? Yeah. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not about rational sense. No, it's about exactly. spiritual blindness. That's because where, it's yeah. starting with commandment one. Yeah. We leave reality. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. It's spiritual blindness. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then, he says, like all the list of things you can't make gods out of. Right. Which I kind of <laughs> thought was funny. We didn't really yeah. talk about it in the service, mm-hmm. but I thought it's like, okay, God has left no room right for anything nothing in the <laughs> heavens, nothing on the earth, yeah. nothing under the earth, nothing <laughs> in the sea. Yeah. Which I thought. Exactly. What's under the earth? You know, right? yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess the universe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, you're back to this whole thing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so many people in our culture, especially so guilty, you know, like the universe said to me, mm-hmm. or right. maybe the universe will tell us what's right. You know, whatever. Mother nature. Yeah. Has... Mother nature. <laughs> it just gets randomly more and more ridiculous mm-hmm. as you go down that sli- slippery slope. Right, definitely. But I, I, we never really talked about all the things. I mean, there's yeah. no room for wiggling. Mm-hmm. It's there is nothing. No. And to be honest, I and again, I, this wasn't brought up on Sunday, but mm-hmm. anything less than commandment number one is really an insult to the Creator. It is. Yeah. And. It's an insult to the image that we are to bear, mm-hmm. which we didn't talk about much on Sunday. Because right. you think about it, he's he's the one who created all the stuff he said. Right. So why would you worship the created thing? Why not the creator? Right. And even in, in the book of Romans, it talks about what happens when we start worshiping mm. the creature rather than the creator. Right. What happens? Uh, we deceive ourselves. We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Right. So we're out of reality again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sad. It is. We're so quick to, to run away from yeah. the one who wants to give us the best counsel. Mm-hmm. And we follow after counsel that just leaves mm-hmm. us. It just leaves us empty, broken, yeah. damaged, Definitely. angry, confused. Yeah. Yeah. God's good. He is. He's, he's telling us what we're like. Right. right. I know. How quickly we will do this. And then he gives a warning. Like this mm-hmm. is the, this is the thing that I think is really helpful. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just say, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't just serve yourself. Right. Because if you serve yourself and if you're the one who makes the God who you serve, mm-hmm. you'll become like that God. Right. But he immediately draws attention to what comes after, mm-hmm. which we are terrible at mm-hmm. because we mm-hmm. live so much in the moment. Right. We don't think, well, what's going to be the outcome if I do this? Right. We don't think like that. No. Adam, and didn't, Adam and Eve didn't stop and think, oh, you know, this is pretty different advice uh what comes after nobody thought that way no nobody if they hadn't thought this is going to Mm. one day lead to our oldest son killing our younger son they didn't think about it nope no so 
I think God says, I want you to think about something. That's mm-hmm. what he's doing here. Right. I want you to realize that yeah. the, the decision you make to make an idol for yourself mm-hmm. is going to be punished. Your children mm-hmm. will be punished. Right. Your family will be affected. Right. You will not do this in isolation. Right. You will not do mm-hmm. this alone and only affecting you. Mm-hmm. It will affect everyone who comes after you. That's right. And it's, you know, I think it's, you know, it, what we shouldn't take from this is that God looks at you and says, you did something wrong, so now I'm going to punish your kid. Right. That's, that's not what it's, That's you know, not what, well. It's not, yeah, it's, it's the effect. Yes. As our choices yep. affect those that come after us. You bet. That's exactly right. And they do affect negatively. That's why right. it's punishment. Definitely. And he will visit, it says that mm-hmm. he will visit with punishment, mm-hmm. the sins of the father yeah. on the children. Mm-hmm. And so if you back away from that statement and just think, okay, let's think rationally about this. When you Mm -hmm. go to counseling, within the first two or three sessions, if you're at a good counselor's, Mm -hmm. you've already started to dive into where did you come from? Right. Who is your father? Who is your father? Who is your mother? Yeah. Right. uh, Tell me about your family. (laughs) Why? Because that's what naturally happens. Right. The the damage we do Mm -hmm. to each other affects the next generation. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to escape. That's right. And I think that's why God's warning. Mm-hmm. He's warning us. This is impossible to escape. Yeah. And I have set it up that it it is going to happen mm-hmm. and it will affect your kids. Yeah. But that's not to say your kids can blame you for their problems. Right. Right. They're now, still responsible they're for still their choices. Re- they're still responsible before God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You know, of- but if you, you know, if they're not supposed to eat the chocolate cake and you cut a nice, <laughs> beautiful slice and put it on a plate in front of them with a knife and fork and a napkin... <laughs> Yeah, they still have a choice, but you're yeah, setting them up to eat that chocolate cake. You're setting them up for that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's part of what it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the more we live away from worshiping the one true God yeah. in reality, mm-hmm. the more we set ourselves up and the generations after us right. to follow after yeah. unreality. Is that mm-hmm. a word? Unreality? unreality? Is it unreal? Yeah, it's unreality. Unreal. Yeah. Anyway, it's not real. Yeah. It's fake. It's it seems real, tastes mm-hmm. real, looks real, smells right. real, hears yeah. like it's real, but it's mm-hmm. not real. Right. It's tricky. And you know, we looked at this a few weeks ago when we talked about passing on our faith to the next generation. And Joshua, when he led the people of Israel into the promised land, and they said, Yep, we're gonna worship God. Mm-hmm. But within one generation, that next generation, they were following idols because yeah. the parents didn't remove the idols from among them. They mm-hmm. left the influence of idolatry. Yep. And that sin was passed on to their kids because their kids looked around. Yep. They saw all these idols that their parents didn't do anything about. And they said, well, are they really that bad mm-hmm. if our parents didn't get rid of them? Yep. They let them remain. Mm-hmm. Just like God said would happen. That's right. Right? Yeah. Another generation grew up who did not know, did the, not Lord. know the Lord. Yeah. And that's a tragic, one of the most tragic mm-hmm. statements in the Bible. It is. Real, and it's so unnecessary. Yeah. Really, that's what it boils down to. It's Absolutely. unnecessary. Right. Because he clearly showed them who he was. He demonstrated it in powerful ways. They were mm-hmm. freaked out by how powerful God right. was. Yeah. And yet they were willing to say, these are the gods. Like when they mm-hmm. looked at the calf that right. Aaron made, these are the gods these that have delivered God. you from Egypt. And you're yeah. like, what is Why? wrong with your yeah. heads? You know, <laughs> you have to be, you have to try and convince people of this. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the gods, you know, I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there were a few people that said, this is not right. This is, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
So that's that's one of the things I think is tragically true mm -hmm. because we do not pursue the God of creation. The mm -hmm. universe was created right. by him, for him, yeah. and for his glory. We don't mm -hmm. pursue him. Instead, we turn it upside down and we worship our mm -hmm. earrings. Really, I mean, that's what happened yeah. in that story. They right. worship their earrings, yeah, <laughs> and and so you know, uh, it just led to destruction and you know, pathetic, really, really mm -hmm. sad. But it's a good reminder to us that yeah. you know these idols, and that's the thing about idols. As I was working our way through the message, it became very clear to me: we don't make idols in our culture. We don't set them up in our no. yards and right. everybody comes to worship these idols yeah. that we create from our earrings. Mm -hmm. We don't do that in our culture. No. But thankfully, God, again, you know, he instructs us. Right. And Ezekiel was very clear. Mm -hmm. You know, he's talking to the Lord. You know, he's in he's in the spirit. Right. And these leaders of Israel come to him for help, for mm -hmm. guidance. Right. And God says to, to Ezekiel, tell them. There's idols in their hearts. Mm -hmm. They have set up things in their hearts. Right. Well, that now covers everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Even if you doesn't matter not, what your culture was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What it, it looks like on the outside. Yep. What's going on in your heart. Yep. So even if you're not deepest, deepest darkest, you know, goo goo land. Right. Worshiping some <laughs> stick. You yeah. know, uh, you have them in your heart. Yeah. So then the question is, oh, I have to stop and think, what is in my heart? Mm -hmm. What is there? Yeah that I have elevated to the place where I now go to it rather than to the Lord. Right. And you think about, you know, when, you know, obviously we've all been in this season this last year of turmoil and chaos and confusion and yep. a mess. Where have we turned seeking stability? Yeah. Where are we looking to find stability and hope? Mm-hmm to get through this season. Yeah. If we're looking anywhere but the one true God, we're seeking after an idol and it's yeah. going to lead to destruction. If we're looking at governments to save the day, if we're looking for a vaccine, if we're looking for mm -hmm. um, the lack of a vaccine, if we're looking for anything other than Christ yep. to bring peace in this turmoil, we're going to be left empty. Yep. The rug will be pulled out from underneath your feet. That's right. And you will fall in a loud crash. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know. And um, it just, it breeds destruction. Yeah. And it breeds controversy yep. and chaos. Mm -hmm. and division. Division. And if we as a church allow these things to come in, allow these things to become... Um, a source of hope and strength for us. Yeah. Well, it's going to, it brings divisiveness yeah. because then it becomes what I prefer as opposed to going after mm -hmm. the one true God who is the one to be one who is our hope. Yeah. We start fighting each other. Mm -hmm. And scripture is clear that we don't wrestle with each other. We don't wrestle no. against flesh and blood. We, we wrestle against mm -hmm. spiritual powers. Yeah. And I think we start forgetting. Mm -hmm. We think it's them. Yeah. Not spiritual Very powers. Simple. We That's think right. it's the other people. Yeah. If they would just see it my way. We'd right. get along just fine. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. In nothing, in anything, does That's it right. work that way? So yeah. why would you think now it suddenly will? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that was the, the, the tricky part was, uh, again, laying it down that it's not like 
if you've had failure with your children, it's your fault. No. Now it could be, and you need right. to go before God and, mm -hmm. and sort that out. Right. Because maybe you have contributed right. towards- Right, and maybe you do need to go and apologize. You need and to make, make it right. right. Yeah. yeah. And that was a, a big part, I thought, of the message on Sunday yeah. was, you know, if you've done this, make it right. Right. Get things clear. Get clear the go air. Go your kids. Say, I messed up. Yes. When you were growing up, I shouldn't have done that. Yep. I'm yep. sorry. Yep. I shouldn't have. And get their, get their forgiveness yeah. because it's really affecting them. Whether mm -hmm. you think it is or not, right. it's affecting them. Yeah. Because that's what God says. That's right. And the other thing, the flip side of that coin is stop blaming your parents for your problems. Deal right? with them. Exactly. So you it's, can forgive your parents even if they never ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Even if they're gone. Yeah. Dead and gone, mm -hmm. gone for years. Right. You can still forgive them because mm -hmm. that's what disconnects them from the trouble in your soul. That's right. Mm -hmm. So you, and God's very clear in scripture. I mean, obviously he's saying here, you know, the sins of the fathers will be mm -hmm. passed down. That's very clear. Yeah. But he also says in other places, you have to stand on your own two feet. That's right. You are the one who is responsible for your yeah. life mm -hmm. before God. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. So I think it's really clear that Parents need to know that because I think mm. parents already heap way too much guilt on themselves. Yeah. At some point, yes, you may have messed up and yes, mm. you may have troubled your kids. Right. But at, at another point, they're now running their own lives. That's right. They're, they're running their, their own, own choices. Show, yeah. And they can know better. Mm -hmm. And because uh, they, you haven't been wholly and totally imperfect. Right. You have been somewhat okay <laughs> yeah. most of the time. And you've been imperfect a few times. Right. So, you know, don't heap all that yeah. guilt on yourself. Anyway, that was, it was kind of sad to, that you can't really do too much therapy right. <laughs> in your sermon, you know, yeah. but you can still help people know that they can be free That's in right. Jesus. Right. Yeah. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you move from the whole thing of I'm going to punish the sins of the mm -hmm. fathers of the, the third and fourth generation to him now saying, and I will show, mm -hmm. I will show unfailing love. That's right. And uh, one, one passage, one translation, NLT says that I have lavished love on you. And I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a huge gravy fan. You, you put gravy in front yeah. of me. I lavish <laughs> gravy on my food. Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> So this whole idea of being lavished in love. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is God starts by saying, here I am, live in reality. Mm -hmm. If you serve yourself, look out. Right. And then he gets back to himself. God That's gets right. back to himself. Back to him and his character. Here's who I am. Yeah. I am loving. Mm -hmm. And oh, I forgot. Before he said that, yeah. he said, I am jealous. Right. Right. So, yes. <laughs> so, so. Okay, I, I messed that up because I wasn't looking at the passage, but I know that we covered that idea of what jealousy is. God is mm -hmm. jealous, right? Not human jealousy. No, human jealousy destroys. Right. Uh, there is even a godly jealousy we can have mm -hmm. uh, for what's right mm -hmm. and what's good and wholesome. Be jealous for what is good. For yeah, yeah, for what's good, and it's based in the fact. And this came from Tim Tim Keller as I was studying. I thought this is brilliant. Mm -hmm. He says that when God says He's jealous, He is jealous but love is his motivation mm -hmm. and love mm -hmm. is not extinct right like that's what he he said those yeah. words so godly jealousy is like this is strong compulsion of right. god to love you yeah and to have what's best for you in front of you right that's true godly holy jealousy yeah. right he is jealous because he wants what's best for you. Mm -hmm. So life and love still keep going. Right. Human jealousy is the result of love going extinct. Mm. So we are right. fearful. We are 
trying to manipulate, trying yeah. to control. That's what that's what human jealousy is. Mm -hmm. So there's very different things going on here. Right. And we said in the scripture, like I said, it's a little bit the same as, you know, there's good fear. Mm -hmm. We are to fear the, Lord. fear the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. Right. And then there's bad fear. Right. That this fear can control us and run our lives and and destroy right. us and drag us down mm -hmm. and make us it makes us stand still rather than move forward. Right. So it intimidates us. So that fear is bad. And it's in the scripture, same right. word. Absolutely. But the difference is the substance. So the right. substance of the fear of God is awesome, awe, wonder, right. reverence, where the fear of the other is fear of death, punishment, yeah. evil. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a consuming thing. Mm -hmm. It's the same with jealousy. There is a good jealousy, mm -hmm. which is godly jealousy, yeah. and there's a bad jealousy. So it's the same kind of yeah. scenario in the scripture. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people get a little confused because God is jealous? How does that work? Right. But don't think of it as human jealousy. No. That is the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. He is not like that. Mm -hmm. So he is jealous for our good. Now, the proof of that mm -hmm. is not that he just says, I'm a jealous God. Right. He's, he's telling you that because he's going to finish the statement, mm -hmm. which is showing love, love to thousands. That's right. Uh, lavished love, yeah. unfailing love mm -hmm. to thousands, which again, thousands doesn't mean like thousands of generations. Okay, that's right. it. No, it's a everybody. way. It's a way of saying everybody. Mm -hmm. And so my my love goes to everybody, and and I want you to know this love. So he comes at us with love. That's why I'm telling you this yeah. commandment, and now the second commandment, because I love you. Right. So there's a jealousy for our good. Yeah. That should. It's profound if you just stop and think God is jealous for me. Mm hmm. You know, I love that song by uh, Crowler. Right. He is jealous for me. Yeah. You know, like I, I think that he loves like a hurricane. I yeah. love the imagery of that. He is jealous for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you can put, you know, human emotion mm -hmm. into it. Cause I don't think God has human emotions. Mm -hmm. He has emotions, right. but they're completely divine and holy. Right. Yeah. Whereas mine are mixed with sin. Right. But if he has emotion, if he has, if he could have emotion around this, mm -hmm. It would be uh, like, um, like someone telling you, "I'm the you're the apple of my eye," mm -hmm. and if I see anybody messing with you, mm -hmm. I am going after them. That's right, right. Yeah. So that, what does that make you feel? That makes yeah. you feel like, wow, right? It should make you feel that way, yeah, because that's what he's after. He right. wants you to know, don't go after. Things that aren't real. Right. Go after things that are real. Yeah. And you'll find everlasting love. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, I didn't get to really unpackage that much on right. Sunday, but I hope maybe you did a little mm -hmm. better here. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, you think about, you know, the nation of Israel has just come out of Egypt, bondage, slavery in Egypt. It wasn't a good time. No. And God is now setting them up yep. for the promised land. For the future. And he's like, my plans are for good and yeah. not for evil. Yeah. Like this life that I've promised you is greater than you could ever imagine. And I want you to have that. I'm jealous for you to have that. Yeah. These are what you need to follow to experience that. Yeah. It isn't this overbearing set of rules that, you know, I'm just waiting to punish you as soon as you cross the line and you break these rules. But um, like you, you called this series life giving. Mm-hmm. This is how we find life. Um, this is the roadmap for finding life and finding joy and fulfillment. And so 
um, when we look at this, we hear God's jealousy. Again, it's that reality like God is, his desire is for our best. Mm-hmm. And we have to embrace that and accept that and trust that, mm-hmm. that he isn't calling us to anything that is for our harm. He isn't calling us to anything that is less than what is the best, but he is leading us to what is the best, what is the greatest um, possible reality for us. Mm-hmm. And this is how we do it. Yeah. It's very good. He's clear, mm-hmm. concise, yeah, right to the point. Mm-hmm. No wriggle room. Right. right? None <laughs> at all. Yeah. I love you, and my love is experienced in obedience. That's what he mm-hmm. goes on to say. Yeah. My love is experienced. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. It's not just the truth. It's not right. an abstract thing on a wall. It's knowing mm-hmm. it. It's experiencing it. It's yeah. obeying it. If you follow this, mm-hmm. then you will know my love. Yeah. And I think that is such an important part of the whole package that you get when you come to the mm-hmm. second commandment. Yeah. Now, this whole idea of loving, um, I mean, I stretched the truth. I mean, I stretched the truth. I stretched, <laughs> I, I drew dots from what yeah. he said there to the proof of his unfailing love is right. in Jesus. Yeah. And I didn't get a lot of time because the sermon was kind of wrapping up and the mm-hmm. time was gone. And and the whole thing of Jesus being the, the exact image, mm-hmm. he's the exact image right. of the Father. And, and the image of God in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. In his face, right? In his face. Mm-hmm. And, and so you have Jesus being the one who is the ultimate image bearer. Mm-hmm. He's the one. Yeah. He is the perfect image bearer. Mm-hmm. We are shadowy image bearers. Right? <laughs> he is the perfect, perfect image bearer. Image bearer yeah. And he, he demonstrated God's lavished love mm-hmm. in his sacrifice for us. Yeah. And to me, you know, you don't get any better. You don't, you don't find any greater demonstration of love than this, that you give your life for your friends. You, you, he calls us his friends Mm -hmm. and he gives his life for us. Yeah. To me, it's, it's crucial that we understand everything he's saying is not like you said, Mm -hmm. to whack us if we get out of line. That's how people think it is. Mm -hmm. But it's more to show us his love, his great love for us. Mm-hmm. And anything less than reality doesn't cut it for God. Yeah. Because it doesn't cut it for us. Mm-hmm. That's his jealous nature. Yeah. And uh, he showed us Jesus and he showed us his love mm-hmm. in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we find his perfect image in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I think we can draw a straight line from the end of that commandment, showing love mm-hmm. to thousands, unfailing love, lavish love, mm-hmm. straight line to Jesus yeah, who absolutely. demonstrated it for us. Yeah. And uh, that I think is the hope of the world. Yeah. And you know, I, you want to say this right from the get go. I haven't really said it a lot, but these commands are written in such a way that we were tantalized by them mm-hmm. because yeah. life is in them, That's right. but we can't get to it. Unless we go to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. It's almost like it sets us right. up to see what life is. This mm-hmm. is where you get it from. This right. is how you do it. Yeah. And then we have to struggle and strain mm-hmm. and realize I can't get there. Right. Because then you see like, you just read through Exodus. What comes after this is the rest. You know, we have this, um, what, you know, some people call moral law wrapped up in the Ten Commandments. Then mm-hmm. you have after this, the ceremonial law, yeah. the, you know, the, day in and day out logistics, how it's going to work out in the nation of Israel. Like yeah. if you really want to follow this, 
on your own. This is here's this the, is a system in place. Here's the six hundred and thirty other laws right? that you got to follow. Yeah, and <laughs> nobody can do it. Nobody can do it. And it's setting that stage for that realization of we can't mm-hmm. live out this moral law on our own. And no. Jesus comes on the picture and he says, this is why, because it's not just about murdering somebody. It's if you have hatred in your heart, you've yeah. murdered. It's not just about committing adultery, but if you lust mm-hmm. after a woman, you have adultery in your heart. Yeah. We need a new heart. Yep. That's where the problem is. That's right. And God didn't look at us and say, oh, but you can't do it too bad. You're going to be punished. He said, no, no, no. Yeah. I know you can't. Yeah. So I'm going to come yep. and I'm going to give you a new heart. Right. There it is. Yeah. The gospel. That's the right. good news. Yes. Not the fake news, the good right, news. The good news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're done. I think so. Yeah. Next week is commandment number three. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Mm-hmm. And look forward to what you've got coming in store for commandment number three. Yes. Don't misuse God's name. That's right. What does that mean? I guess we're going to find out. We will find out. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for this week's Pastor's Ponderings. We hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to diving in again with you next week. But until then, keep loving God and serving people.